It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wednesday podcast midweek. Um, and it's already been a busy two days. Well, at least for me, because yeah. I was working both nights. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I thought I was going to be working both nights. Um, so here's what happened last night. As you know, I didn't broadcast a game. I was planning on broadcasting a game. Got ready, thought the Marine City girls were going to host Roseville. Um, we checked on Monday. Everything looked to be fine. And then I drive down to Marine City, get down there a little after 6, and I pull in the parking lot, and nobody's there. And I'm like, what's going on? Where There should be cars here. <laughs> and then I go to the MHSAA site, and for some reason – it said the game was at East Point High School for a game of Roseville versus Marine City, which I found very curious. And, of course, the one time something goes wrong is one of the few times, Dennis, you're at a 530 game, so I can't just call you because you're on the air and I'm listening. It's all right. You sent Roger up, even though yes. I'd gotten your text. I just was yeah. doing play-by-play of a hockey game. Yeah. I can't text and do hockey I know. at the same time. I know, but I was like, I just needed to make sure you saw it because I'm like, uh, what's going on? So I'm, I'm in Marine City. I'm like, all right, I'm driving down Marine City Highway. So when I get to the expressway, I can go either way. And then eventually you're just like, yeah, sorry, no game. Um, I'm like, can I make it to East Point? Like, it, and the thing was, I didn't want to go there and there not be the game because why would it be in East Point? And then we come in this morning and – you know, after the game would have been played the next morning. No, oh, now it's canceled on the MHSAA <laughs> site. So these things happen. Yes, especially in a year like this year. Yeah, where pretty much since what the second week of the basketball season, things have kind of been on the fly. Yeah, because we've we've had had a ton of cancellations, especially in girls basketball. We just had a ton of cancellations. Yeah, the whole Matt Gold was basically quarantine yeah you had like two teams that were allowed to play yeah, and saint, they'd already played each other it was saint Clair and fitz <laughs> they played again um so anyways there well, were games that were played on monday and tuesday yeah. and hopefully that's to, where we'll start hopefully tonight we have games i'm in cross lex for what will basically be a bwac championship game yeah and, and the first meeting between cross lex and armada makes me hesitant to say Armada can come in and, and pull off the upset. But now you see what they did to the other PWAC teams, and all of a sudden 22 points doesn't look that bad. Yeah. From the no, yeah, no, I, I, I know. Can, can they make it respectable? Yes. Can they beat Croslex? I'll believe it if it happens. Yeah. And but I'm not banking on it happening. So we had to do a little shifting around for you today, too. You're at uh, St. Clair, right? Or yeah, because we, we hoping did. Hoping to get down to St. Clair, Frazier. We, we did talk to the folks at Marine City today because, yeah, we were scheduled. They were scheduled to come off quarantine, and the boys were going to play tonight at home. That's not happening now, and they're kind of in limbo. They hope to know later, actually today, about their status and when they can start playing games again. So, But in the meantime, St. Clair's home to Frazier, so I'll just – I'll just shift gears and go there and instead of going all the way down to Marine City. Yeah, and hopefully they have a game. We haven't heard back from the powers to be uh, in St. Clair. Everything's Clareland. fine. I know. Think positive. It, it, on the MHSAA site. It was one game. Get it out of your mind. On the MHSAA site, it says it's at St. Clair, and it says it's still on. Because Frazier was quarantined last week, so I think they're done. Just relax. Everything will be fine. One with the world. <laughs> Peace, serenity. I'm trying to think of the guy in Slapshot and what he was saying because he listened to some guru. Oh, yeah. Dave Killer Carlson. One with the world. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're also going to do our girls' draft today because the boys' draft was uh, a lot of fun last week. So we'll do a girls' one today. And I'll beat you in both. Uh, I, well, you didn't beat me in the first one. My team crushed yours. Um, and in the second one, it'll be much of the same. We all know that. But okay, posture and act like a big man. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, a subdued Dennis Stuckey and a very noisy, loud, obnoxious Brady Beaton. If only people saw the breaks. <laughs> Jeez. I was demonstrating. You brought up the conversation and I, I pointed did, out you the person. Brought out- that uh, and anyway. that's the way they did it. Anyway, yeah. All right, where are we starting, me or you? Uh, well, let's start with Monday. Yep, and let's start with uh, Monday and you, because you saw Northern East Point. I did. Northern was shorthanded. No Ryan McNeil. No Evan DeLong, and it showed. It showed the Huskies were down a couple really good players. Um, they played the first quarter even, 
After that point, the floodgates open. A 29-11 second quarter uh, in route to an 83-53 drubbing. Um, East Point knocks off Northern, their third straight loss. I mean, Tyler Jamison still did what he did. He had 23. Cass Dabrowski had 12. They just couldn't stop anything. Uh, three different uh, East Point players scored in uh, double, uh, four, excuse me, scored in double digits. Tayshawn Trent with 30 points, including probably three or four dunks. Uh, Kumari Bennett had 18. Cameron Cates had 14. And Keelan Strickland had 13 for East Point. They just, they started off uh, one in four, I believe. And now they are six and seven. And their, their losses are to like Brother Rice, Kaz Tack, the, the really good yeah. teams. Well, I mean, they didn't play well when I saw them at St. Clair. They they got the win, but they just, they, they didn't play well that night. Um, but I, I look at the number, uh, the, the, the one that jumps out at me is Tayshawn Trent scores 30 points and you lose by 30 points. Now, yeah. I'm not saying McNeil shuts him out, but he doesn't score 30 if McNeil's yeah. there. And McNeil also probably adds another... 10 to 15 points. Yeah, th- this, I think this is a closer game. I think that's a, a big guy to have out of your lineup when you're playing a team like that that's got a big guy like Trent. And the other thing is Trent was in foul trouble all night long against St. Clair and actually fouled out of that game. Yeah, he played really well, just eating up boards. Again, Tyler Jameson, he had 23 points, but when you score 53 as a team, you got to have someone else. Cast Dabrowski, he had 12 but he had a rough night shooting. Um, I don't know if he was worried his shot was going to get blocked, but if he made all his shorter shots um, like we know he can do, he would have had 20, 25 points and maybe would have been a big difference. But it was just East Point's night right before the half. Um, Northern hit it like a pair of free throws to drop it to, I think, an 11-point game. They just pass it up, boom, boom. I don't remember who it was. I think it was um, Kumari Bennett from, like, the, the, the top end of Northern's bench just throws up a prayer at the buzzer, hits the corner of the backboard, and goes in. So they were living right last uh, – or on Monday. And, yeah, uh, Northern's on a little slide, but, again, it's going to matter come tournament time. They want to get their guys healthy. And I know McNeil wasn't injured, but he wasn't at 100%. So maybe not playing this last game helps him out a bit. Well, we'll see what happens because now they've dropped three straight. And they've got to go to Tower tonight, I believe it yes. is. Which that's not a that's not an easy game. I believe game. they're second in the Tower. Yeah, they're tied for third in the MAC blue gold. East Point, by the way, up to second. Lakeshore is at 9-0. and I think they're going to run away with the blue gold. Yeah, I, th- I think they already are running. Yeah, they're two and a half games up. I, they might have clinched. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, who do they play tonight? Uh, do they have a game? I don't. I don't see one listed on this website. Oh, uh, late Utica. Yeah. So, and, and and again, like Tower is another one. Like Lincoln and Fitzgerald. You think, oh, it's a smaller Warren school, whatever. Those places are tough to go play. St. Clair had a tough time Monday. Lost down at Fitz, fifty-five to forty-one was the final in that one. Uh, again, um, our thing with the Saints is just get better, and they have shown improvement from day one to where they're at now in the season. So that's what you want there. Um, Cousineau, who has really struggled, a big Warren school that I just can't figure out that they, they've got no athletes right now in boys' sports. Yeah. The, the, but uh, they, they did beat Anchor Bay, who in boys' basketball is struggling. 44 to 26 was the uh, score on uh, Monday. Uh, Imlay City has bounced back since that catastrophe at Croslex. Um, they beat North Branch 64-53 on Monday. Uh, the usual suspects: Will Tolly with 11, Raymond Lou with 11, uh, and Brady's guy Dom Lugerai with 11 points. Yes, too wanna, many Jays. Want to complain? Name. Too many Jays. There should be a limit. Nice kid, good player. I think three J's is perfect for him. I'm pretty sure it has four. I've seen the emails that that we've gotten. It has three J's in it. Relax. You're you're, you're hysterical over the J's. I am That's why you see a fourth one. Because there's too many of them anyway. There's three J's. They fit perfectly, and they spell out Lugerai. 
I'm going to put three J's in Beaden. B-J-E-E-D-J-O-N-J. Yeah. And then you'll be just like him. He's a nice player. If nothing against him, he just has a scrambly... His name looks like when you pull the letters out for <laughs> Scrabble and you don't know what you have, you just set it oh, out. Oh, could you imagine the score you get if you could use names and you could spell no. out Lugeri? Yeah, you'd get like a you'd thousand. You'd get a gajillion. Especially if you put on a triple word All score. Right. Armada, 48, Yale, 33. Connor McKenzie, 15 points, 10 rebounds for the uh, Tigers. Uh, Ketting had 11 points and eight boards. Uh, Connor Jakubiak had uh, nine points to uh, lead uh, Yale. Uh, and as you mentioned, Armada's got a big one at Crosslex tonight. Yeah, kind of quietly playing for a BWAC title because everyone's just assuming that Crosslex is going to win it. It's a share of the BWAC title yeah, because but they've still, already lost in the months. Still, if, I mean, Armada's got a chance to win a BWAC title at Crosslex. That's kind of a big game that everyone, I think, is just assuming that Crosslex is going to win. Who knows? Who knows? I don't want to say... I mean, I think Linden is a very talented team, but they kind of showed that Croslex is mortal on Saturday. They can be down in the fourth quarter. Maybe something on the tape for Coach Becker. I don't know. Well, I just, I, I just, just look at it that, like, you know, again, Croslex is going to pressure. Armada couldn't handle the, the, the pressure the first time. Have they made an adjustment? Will they be able to handle the pressure and make this a better game? And as big as Armada is, Crosslex has guys that can play in the post and handle that. Yeah, I just don't want a game that see, that should be a big game. Like on paper, you look at it, you see a t- two teams that have combined for one loss, and the one loss was to each other, and they're playing for a conference title. That's a big game that is just kind of like, yeah, Cross. People are like, yeah, Crosslex is going to win because they've just been mowing people down. Just been mowing people down. I'm again. I think Crosslex is going to win this game. I just don't want Armada to this game to be underappreciated because Armada has having a really nice season. It's just being overshadowed by a generational season by Crosslex. Yeah. All right, Upley beat K-Pack 60-26, Harbor Beach over Sandusky 65-45. Tight one between Brown City and Memphis 53-50. The Green Devils beat the Yellow Jackets, and New Haven Merritt rolled past Burton Faith 63-18, rounding out the boys' scores from uh, Monday. All big games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Girls basketball, big games. Port Huron 53, Flint Powers 38 at Powers. The Lady Big Reds bounce back. They they didn't let that loss on Friday to Gross Point North <laughs> no. rattle them. They go on the road at Powers and uh, win by uh, uh, a big margin, get 19 from Julia Gilbert, get 13 from Morgan James, get 12 from Madison uh, Lanshute. Um, again. And then, yeah. They're they, a good team. And they went on back-to-back nights. They go – they, they, they go to Dakota and just kind of handle them 45, 40 to 25 yeah. last night. Oh, by the way, we are good to go at St. Clair tonight. Thank you. Uh, Elmont over Algonac, 45-27. Yale beat Armada, 39-18. to There were a lot of girl games on Monday. Uh, Crosslex girls, uh, 63, Richmond, 27. Imlay City beat North Branch, 67-35. to A couple of stats about Imlay City for you, Brady. Uh over the last two seasons, going back to last season, they're now 29-8 and eight overall, and they are 21-2 and two in the BWAC. That's, that's pretty good. 21-2 and two in the BWAC. And they were in a regional final last year when the season got stopped. Yes. So, Which against a team that might have ended up winning the state title. Yeah. Lake, uh, Fenton. Lake Fenton was who they were going to play, and, but still. Yeah. Making a regional final doesn't happen that often. No. Uh, New Haven beat New Haven Merritt 46-23. Kingston over Deckerville 45-31 last night. Let's talk about uh, the uh, girls' basketball games uh, that got uh, – or that was on Monday night, yeah. last night. You mentioned the Big Reds went to Dakota, won 40-25. Again, Dakota hasn't won a Mac Red game all year, but they're making everybody work for their wins – um, so to beat them by 15 at their place, because they really played the Big Reds tough 
up at PH when when they met uh, earlier. But Julia Gilbert with 12, Madison Lanshute with 12, Morgan James with uh, seven. There, there's just there's so much depth there with, with PH. I know we keep saying it, but it bears it's repeating. the truth. They they lost. Name any other team in the area that could lose arguably their best player and then win like what have they won like seven out of ten? Yeah. In the and their only losses to the to, to North, who you know, they have what one one loss in the league this year. Yeah, and a game they could have and maybe should have won. I mean, they they took them what two games? They played North and South right after uh, Trombley went down, and then they figured it out, and they've been a steamroller ever since. Yeah. Name another team that can do that, and that's why we're giving them so much props. Yeah. Uh, Anchor baby Utica fifty to forty six last night. New Haven over Hazel Park fifty three forty four. Sandusky got the whooping stick out on Memphis forty three to nine. Brooke Jansen twelve points, eight rebounds, seven steals. That's a pretty good line. Uh, and Morgan uh, Tag with uh, eight points in that one for Sandusky. There were just a couple of boys games last night. Uh, All Saints beat uh, CPS. 51-35, and Parkway Christian uh, roughed up New Haven Merritt 73-23. I'm going to save hockey for the next segment. That's what I figured. Uh, you saw a pair of hockey games uh, the last yeah, two I, days. And I, I was busy with uh, hockey recently, and we've got uh, a lot more hockey coming up this week, and we have hockey news that is bad. Yes, unfortunate so, news. Yeah. Um, so. Which, uh, All right, we'll, we'll get to the break, and then we'll come back and we'll let you know everything that's going on. In the world of hockey. Sounds good. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady for the uh, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. And uh, let's talk some hockey, hockey, hockey. Um, the good news to the Port Huron Unified Hockey Team was that on Monday night, they did it again to Marysville. Only three wins this season for PH, but uh, they made it uh, two in a row and they beat the Vikings for the second time. Again, a 3-2 to two hockey game that was a great hockey game. Ethan White had a goal in the first. Brendan Moeller had a goal in the first, and we were tied at one. In the second, Ethan White had a goal. And Brennan Moeller had a goal, and we were tied at two going into the third, and that's where Charlie Goodme scored uh, the uh, go-ahead goal that stood up for the Big Reds in their 3-2 win over uh, Marysville. The bad news came the next day when I got a phone call from PH saying that uh, the team was being put in quarantine till the 19th, which means their season is over because their playoff game is the – 15th yeah and they'll have to forfeit it and it's not like they can delay it a day and play it the next day and it's unfortunate because this was and that wasn't a great season especially record wise for port here on unified but a lot of their games were competitive they played they, they're much better than they have been in years past oh they made huge strides with with the program first off you know you you've got double the number of kids mm-hmm. out than what you've had in years past in years past they literally 10 kids or whatever I, I've seen them play games where they had one person on the bench um, and now they've got a full lineup their top line of uh, White Goodme and Carson Brown with those they'd play for Marysville they'd play for Northern they'd play for Anchor Bay they'd play for anybody in our area and they'd play for anybody in the MAC mm-hmm. and be the first or second line for all of those teams yeah and the thing is that their opening match was what against Dakota. They probably were the underdog. They could have gotten a postseason win. Yeah, they might. They, I, I think they would have had a chance to win that game. Uh, uh, that, that to me, and I saw Dakota play on Saturday against Northern, uh, a good game, but it was fifty-fifty. It's fifty-fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just. I, I think it's a shame for the Big Reds. Are they winning a state championship? No, they're they're up in D1. Yeah. Okay, which because they're a unified team, that actually works against them. But like you said, could they have beaten Dakota in the first playoff game? That builds I, momentum for your program. Yeah, I, I, I think stone. that's a possibility you don't, and a big step for them, yeah. Yeah, you don't go from struggling to get numbers to winning a state title in a year. You have to make progression, and I'm sure a goal was to – win a playoff game, and then I, I knew nothing about the rest of the teams in their region. Do they win it? Probably not. Do they have a puncher's chance? I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, again, um, it, it's a shame the way it ends because, again, too, they, they were picking up some momentum maybe because they had back-to-back wins. They beat Utica on Saturday 7-5, to then they come back and beat Marysville 3-2. to You can count on one hand in the last five years the number of times the Big Reds have won back-to-back games. Yeah, and unfortunately, no, no more hockey for. And it really started for them last year because if you go up back and look at their overall record last year, they weren't awful. Like they were competitive with the teams in the MAC. You just you're like, oh, every time they play Northern, they lose ten to nothing. 
well, you know, Northern's playing in a different league against different kind of opponents. So when they're playing MAC teams, MAC teams are just a, a lot slower. Really, yeah. that that's the way to to tell you about it. The MIHL is that's fast hockey. Yeah, that's the best league in the state. Yes, it is. Um, Lance Cruz Unified to beat Anchor Bay last night, four to two, or uh, Monday night. I'm getting my nights mixed up, uh, four to two. Uh, and then last night we had uh, more uh, hockey yeah. as uh, Marysville beat Chippewa Valley three to two. Uh, down at Frazier, and a game at McMoran Arena saw Brother Rice take on Port Huron uh, Northern, um, and Northern loses this one 7-2. to I, I think the, the big story in this one for me was just the fact that it's the first time this season O'Flanagan didn't get a point Real in quick, a game for the Huskies. Chippewa Valley has to have more than nine kids because if they're, they're still running with nine kids, the, I don't care that they're losing games, but the fact that they're keeping it close and skating out there for 51 minutes – is beyond impressive. I, I have to assume the roster you had was just a roster for that day, knowing that kids were out. Because I know, generally schools don't do that. I though. know. They, they give you their full roster whether kids are playing or not. So either Chippewa Valley it just has. Because the, they had a kid that wasn't playing. Right. Well, so they, they gave me a roster of nine, and they said, scratch him off. So they must have the nine most in shape hockey players in the state because <laughs> it's I just possible. or they got a really good goalie. It's just impressive. It's just because the teams they're doing it against aren't pushovers that they're hanging with. Like they're hanging with good, decent hockey teams. Anyway, go on to your yeah. Point. Uh, so O'Flanagan didn't score a point last night, and that's the first time this season he hasn't scored a point, and he still has thirty nine points and twenty two goals in. 12 games. Yeah. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Well, no, oh, now he's averaging less than two goals a game. Oh, oh no. Too bad. Uh, Cam Barless had uh, both Husky goals last night. And because of O'Flanagan, we don't talk about what Cam Barless is doing. In 11 games, he has 14 goals, 19 assists, 33 points. Those two guys have 72 points this year, and the Huskies have played 12 games as a team, and Barless has missed one of them. And I guess the question for you I would have is I think Northern's the favorite in their region. I don't think that's a long stretch. I think Marysville and Thumb Legion would be underdogs if they played. Brother Rice would be their obstacle in a quarterfinal game. I mean, this was a preview of that. Again, they had them at home, and they still dropped it by five points. Well, here's the difference because I think this is where you're leading, right? Yes. So here's the difference. Northern has the best two players, O'Flanagan and Barless. Mm-hmm. But Brother Rice is just deeper. And Brother Rice doesn't rely on a couple of kids to score their goals. They, as, a, as a team, they roll three lines, and all three lines are basically equal. All three defensive pairings are good pairings. There isn't a week. They do, they don't like hide two kids on the bench and only play them a couple of shifts a period to give the other guys a breather. They roll all three defensive pairings. They roll all three lines. Everybody pretty much plays an equal amount of time. They've got a really great goalie. Um, the, the, the kid, Dano, made a save on Barless in the second period last night that I'm still trying to, like, grasp in my – remember uh, in the game uh, three of the finals, Dan McWinney's glove save? Yeah. It was something like that. He didn't do the windmill, but it was like, wait a minute. That didn't just happen. That's Cam Barless. He scores on that 100% of the time. Did he just shoot it into the guy's glove? It was a great uh, save. So they have a great goalie, uh, and, and they're just – they're a team. Mm-hmm. They're a team. Their leading scorer ha- or, yeah, has nine goals and 12 points. So they don't rely on just one guy. They have Yeah, a- you go up and down their roster, and everybody contributes. Um, their defense scored last night. All three lines scored last night. They-, they scored seven goals. Six different players had a goal. That's how they win, whereas after – the like the top three guys for Northern, 
They don't get a lot of offense from other guys. Their defense doesn't give them tons of points or you know they don't have a big threat back at the blue line mm-hmm. who's going to score a goal. They've got good players. They've got nice players, but they don't have the type of players that Brother Rice has. So, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this more. I think next week is when it starts. Uh, I'm sure on Monday we'll have a playoff preview, at least segment, since we're only going to have three teams, well, two teams now to talk about. Um, so, we'll talk about everybody. I, yes, but I, I, I guess I can ask you this then, is what would it take for Northern to upset Brother Rice? And it sounds like you would need O'Flanagan and Barless to have their best games. Well, they, yeah, they have to. They have to. in between the pipes needs to play the game of their life. Well, they, they have to do their thing. Like, they, they have to get what they get. Um, and then, yeah, um, Logan Sheffer would have to be big a, a, a in that game, which I think he's capable of. And then you'd need, like, that, that one guy that you don't expect to get something from to give you something in that game. And, yeah, then, then, you, then you win. And, and the other part of it is you need maybe Brother Rice to not have their best game. Well, I mean, I guess the only time I can think about like a huge upset like that happening in hockey was a while ago when Marysville knocked off, uh, I think it was Cranbrook, and that was a two-to-one game, and the goalie in that game I think had 53 saves. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that you need a 53-save game from your goalie. I mean, I, I, can Northern beat Brother Rice? Yes. Is it likely that they would if Brother Rice plays like Brother Rice and Northern doesn't do something a little bit extra? I, Brother Ice is the favorite in that game. Gotcha. So, is anything impossible? Nothing's impossible. Right. You've seen crazier things yeah. happen. You saw a Port Huron Northern girls team that had quarterfinal state Breslin Center aspirations losing the first round of districts. Things happen. You, you never know. Uh, and that's why we play the games. But if I'm looking at it on paper, I'm going Brother Ice is the favorite in this game. Northern's going to have to do something extra to pull off an upset. Gotcha. So, who knows? Maybe you get a call. Yeah. Maybe maybe you get a call. Maybe something happens. It's the playoffs. You've got adrenaline. Somebody hits somebody into the boards and gets thrown out of the game, and it's Brother Ice, a good player for them that they need. Maybe, who knows? Right. But you would need something, I think, before I would say the Huskies are going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Do they have a chance? Yes, they have a chance, but their guys have to play like their guy. Like O'Flanagan and Barless would need to. You can't have a scoreless night from yeah, O'Flanagan. Yeah, O'Flanagan's got to score. Barless has got to score. And maybe somebody else chinks in a goal for you and your goalie comes up uh, with with a big game. Yeah. But right now, Rice won 7-2 last night. When you get to Rice in the quarterfinals, you're going to have to play better than you did last night. Obviously. So, all right. Are, we, are you ready for draft time? Uh, I'm ready for draft time. This is so. going to be tough. Like, with the boys, I thought at least through the first four or five players, it was a fairly obvious pecking order. You could kind of flip a guy here or there. Like, you knew if a guy wasn't going one, he was going two. And if a guy wasn't going three, he was going four. And now it kind of feels like with the girls, I could name five different names that you could take at number one. Well, we'll find out who goes number one. And we'll flip. When we come back from we'll the break. We'll flip when we get back. That's fine. All right. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. 
Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They are open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Brady's a hater, but I've known that for a while now. It's true. Anyway, we were just, I don't know how we got on the topic, but we ended up just talking about an overrated moment in sports, and I despise the Carlton Fisk home run because, cool, you didn't lose in six games, you lost in seven. Congratulations. It's, it's, a mo- it's, a, it's the thing of the moment. Cool. The moment led to nothing. It, it it's was like long, got, even it's, Pete Rose Dennis, at one point during the game slid into third, and he popped up, and he was talking to Butch Hobson, the, the Red Sox third baseman, and he's like, this is a great game, isn't it? Like, this is like one of the greatest games ever. It's like, like for a player to realize that in the course of a game that you're playing in one of the most memorable World Series games of all time. It's like, that's the point of the whole thing. It's like you got the number and then you called the girl that you met out on a Saturday night and then, she, and then you find out she gave you a fake phone number. Oh, that's no, it's what not. It's like. Anyway, no, in the moment, it is euphoric. You think, it? oh, you just did amazing, and then it turns out to be nothing. Anyway. Who's calling the flip? You call the flip. This is for the girls' basketball draft. Um, again, seven players aside, and then you take a coach. Um, whatever order again snake style so in route if you have the first pick if you have the first pick i have two and three then you have four and five i have five and six so dennis the stuckyville thunder gods what a great name whatever what a great name for a basketball team the thunder gods versus the biedenberg battalion what an awful name all right, Dennis. What is it with, with you people who have to have your sports names like rhyme? Alliteration? Or, yeah. Anyway. Dumb. Okay. Call it. Ready? Yep. What do you want? Uh, I would want uh, heads. And it is tails. 
What do you want? I'm making you pick first. Uh, there's too many good players. I don't know. I don't want to have the choice of number one. <laughs> and I think I can get two good players at two and three. Oh, I know you can. But I think I can get two good players at uh, four and five. I just, to be honest with you, I don't want the pressure of the first pick. Wow. Yes, the music's back. I'm turning that down, though. That's fine. All right, Dennis. A lot of, lot of talent on the big board. You can go a lot of different directions from a lot of different schools. You have a few GLIAC signees that you can pick from, and Emma Trombley and Ali Shagney. Christina Bohm can put up 25 to 30 points at any given night. Caitlin Kane has Can I just make emerged. my pick? Let me have fun with this, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> the, Julia Gilbert, in the absence of Emma Trombley, has stepped up. Chloe Austin from Marine City, if they ever get back on the court, is a is a top-tier player in the area. And the pick Wait is in. Minute. The, the, the pick is in. Will that make you be quiet now? Yes. Let me turn that music down just a tad. Um, I'm going to and th- there, there's no clear-cut uh, pick here, but the, the player that I think can be the most dominant, and then we're going to put her in an all-star situation where the other players on her team are all going to be good. Christina Bohm is going to thrive wow. in this uh, spot, and I'm going to take her number one. Give me, give me a big who can rebound, block shots, score in the post. Yeah, I like this pick. All right. I think you just made my next couple of picks very easy. I like um, to help. Yes, you do. You did it in the boys' draft, too. All right. The pick is in. Oh, sorry. Yeah, come on. I hate this so, part. This is so stupid. You love it. So you left me two very good players. Of course I did, because there's like 800 good players right now. I we just started. If I, you left me the two people I would have had to pick for number one, and with my first pick, I will I take Emma didn't. Trombley. Yeah, I knew you would. And I am going to pair her up with my next pick. Stupid. From her crosstown rival... Give me Ali Shagney and that dynamic duo of Trombley and Shagney is going to just dominate with the ball movement they'll create. They're two good scorers. They will live in harmony. And now you have two tough picks because there are still a lot of good players left. And honestly, there's a few other players you could have taken in that spot. Or I could have taken in that spot. There, there's a whole bunch. Um, be, because uh, you always ignore them. I'm going to get what may be the best player in the area that I've seen this year uh, from an all-around uh, game. But you, you disrespect Anchor Bay all the time. So I'm taking Genevieve Decker, who you don't know about, but who I'm telling you is a super good player, a big who can play – both ends of the floor. She can play in the post. She can step back and jack threes. Um, she's going to rebound. She's going to steal the basketball. She could actually run your offense. She's that good of a ball handler. So, to me, I get a great player. I probably could have waited. Folsom's going to say, "Well, you Brady wouldn't even have thought of her. You could have waited to your last pick to take her." And You're take just mad because he agreed my team was better than yours. And in the then, boys draft. and then statistically, my team crushed your team last week. So, anyways. Now, with the, uh, the next pick here, this is a little more difficult because there's, there's two kids here that I really want to take, and when I don't take the one, you're going to take them because it would be dumb not to. Um, so, which one do I want? I've got two big girls now. Uh, this is tough, but I'm going to do this, and then you can have the other girl. I'm going to take uh, Caitlin Kane with my next pick. I was kind of upset you did that. That was my – that was going to be my next pick. Unfortunately, you thwarted it. Yeah, I just think uh, here, here's a player that has figured out now that if she drives the lane, nobody can stop her. 
and she has turned herself into a big-time scorer this season for Marysville. And I think I got a, uh, I think I've got three real good players right now. So. I think you do. Okay. I think I know something. I want to take someone. I want to take. There's a lot of good players on this list. All right. With ready? my yep, with my third pick, the sixth overall, I'm gonna take Chloe Austin. Okay. Out of Marine City. I think this is a pretty good pick. She's not having the biggest year right now, but it is she's like, like boom to me. In this situation, she can thrive. Yes. And now now there are some players I think are very deserving of this next pick. However, with my next pick, it is strictly, strictly to counteract your team. The pick is in. And with the seventh pick, I have, I'm taking Jersey McGregor for one reason. I saw her lock down Christina Bohm when I saw St. Clair play Northern. She is my pick. If she doesn't score a point, she will not let Christina Bohm get into the double digits. Her sole purpose on the Biedenberg Battalion Yeah, but you're going to have her guarding Christina Bohm. Once, once you see my team on the floor, you're going to have McGregor guarding Decker and not Bohm. I'll have someone <laughs> else guard Decker. Jersey McGregor is there <laughs> simply to eliminate the threat of Christina Bohm. All right, I have the next two, right? Yes, you do. So that might and there help, are some help other me. players I that want. might help me or hinder me. There were a couple players that I might have had rated a little higher than Jersey McGregor on my big board, but I I wanted to negate Bohm, and I thought you would take her with one of your next two picks. Okay, well I'm gonna do this. Thank you, uh, and I'm gonna grab Julia Gilbert with my next pick. That's a very solid pick. Good value there. Very good value. Yeah, I, I, this is, a, again, this is a player that's good in a lot of phases, and you can use her in different ways. If you need her to handle the ball, she can handle the ball. If you need her to go on the post, she can go on the post. She defends. She can score. Love the underhand scoop shot. Um, I, like, I like this player. Which, by the way, as we're saying this, we have not seen as many BWAC girls basketball games as we probably should have, so we do not know enough about some of these players in the BWAC. So uh, we know there are good players in there. We just haven't seen them with our own two eyes. Yeah, but with that being said, uh-oh. With uh, my next pick, which is my fifth pick, what's that, the ninth pick? Yes. With the ninth pick, I'm taking Mary Langeman from Imlay City. There's a reason the Spartans are 10-3 and this year and 9-0 and in the BWAC. There's a reason they're 29-8 and in the last two years and 21-2 and in the BWAC. And Mary Langeman is one of those reasons. This is a player that I haven't seen play in a year, but I did see her play in the regionals last year, and I know that I'm getting a steal on this pick. You are. You have a solid team, I'm not going to lie. Now, looking at my board, who I have left, a lot of good players out There's there. There's a lot of good players. All right. With my next pick, the 10th overall pick. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to go with someone who's just a firecracker, who's a spark plug, who will fly around the court and do anything asked of her and just be a pest. I'm taking Jocelyn Williams out of court here on high. This she- is a very nice pick. But I think you could have gotten her in a later round. I thought I don't think she was going to be here after you had your next two picks. She is just she works harder than anyone on the court. She flies around, and she might not be a pure scorer, but I already have about three pure scorers on my team. I need her to lock down a Genevieve Decker or a Caitlin Kane, and I am going with defense in my last two picks. Now, with that said, I don't know who the heck I'm taking next. Um, There's a lot of good players out there. There's a lot of good players left. 
I'm here to tell you right now that there's going to be some good players that don't get picked. Yes, because we're only doing 14. Um, wow. Let me know when your pick is in. I will. I'm looking at, like, I'm just going through some names. You know what? I'm going to fully commit to one style of, uh, my team's going to have an identity. So I have the next pick. Along with Jocelyn Williams, someone else who's just a bulldog on the court. And when they're on the court together, it's fun to watch. I'm taking Morgan James, her teammate from Port here on high. My team is going to be tenacious. They are going to fly around the court. They are going to get every rebound, every loose ball. And when Williams isn't, when she runs out of gas, I'll put James in and she'll fill that same role. I am going with a defensive heavy team. Because my top three picks are all big time scorers. I need some, I need just tenacious, ferocious defense. So what's your point? That I'm going to lock you <laughs> down. I don't know. I, 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 I look at it right now, and I see two really good basketball teams uh, here. This, this is a tough one to call. Also tough to call is uh, what I want to do with my next two picks. Um, I'm kind of looking. I'm kind of looking. Oh, these are actually my last two player picks. All right. Or, so. or you could take a coach with this pick. No, I'm going to go. This this is another player that it's unfair because I saw Anchor Bay and you didn't. Yeah. So uh, when I take Peyton Lee, you're not going to understand what a good player that I just took. So I'm taking Peyton Lee from Anchor Bay. Um, another big. I got a lot of big girls on my team, like tall who can handle the ball, who can run the floor, who can rebound. Like, I, kn I know you've got uh, Jersey, and Jersey's great, and I know you got Emma, and I know you got Morgan James. And Shagney. But, but my girls are taller, and they're all skilled. Doesn't matter. I'll wear them down. <laughs> wear them down. May maybe, maybe you not. You might get out to a 5-10 point lead, but I'm just going to claw back at it. We'll see. I want a shooter with my last pick, and... Who's the best shooter that's left? Because there's a, there's a couple of girls here that that can shoot the basketball. Do I go? Mm. I don't know. This might this might be the the toughest decision in the draft so far for me. Um, I'm going to go with Madison Landshut. That's a good pick. All right. I am looking. So now you have your team. You just have to get your coach. Yeah. I'm looking at the last player pick, and there are names that are jumping out to me. Layla Common, Camille Keys, Sarah Lore, Aaron Saros, Natalie Husson, Zoe Klink. All would be deserving of this pick. Um, all good players. We could have gone... Ten rounds. I, I think there. I think there's day. other kids. Like, in fact, after you make this pick, I'm gonna list off some other kids that could have been taken in this draft. Yes, I have other uh, other people written down. And what do I want to do with this last pick? Looking at what I have right now, I probably I probably need someone that could run the point when Ali Shagney comes out of the game. So I probably need a ball handler. I probably need someone to come in to be a rotational player, to come off the bench and, and, and run my offense. And with my final player pick, I'm going to take Shagney's teammate Camille Keys, the Indiana Tech commit. When Shagney's not in the game, Camille Keys can come in and she can handle the ball, run the offense, do what, does what she needs to do. She can get to the ball to the players that they need to get to. And if she needs to score, I trust her to score. And with that said, I'm going to take my coach. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And considering she has coached half my team and has knows the other two, I'm taking Becky Gilbert. She knows my team better than anyone else. 
she will get the most out of my players. I'm not going to ding, 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 ding. Because you ran out of ding. Because I ran out of ding, ding, dings. Um, before I take my coach, and, I, and actually, it's not as easy a pick as you think because there's two coaches that I like here. Um, but uh, I want to say, uh, as far as the draft, somebody that I will be drafting next year mm-hmm. who didn't get picked this year, but her time is coming. Love Avery Walters. Mm-hmm. At Marysville, I think this is an up-and-coming player that we need to keep our eyes on. Also, you mentioned Marysville. Megan Winston is – if I wanted to have more depth of that just tenacious bulldog attitude that flies around the court, jumps into the stands to save balls, I would uh, – Megan Winston would have been a late-round pick, and I'd have just had her go out and bit you don't let their best player score. Yeah. Uh, two other Marysville kids, Natalie Husson, probably should have been taken in this draft. Um, and – I like Madeline Smith. Every time I go to a uh, Marysville game, she doesn't score any points, doesn't get any rebounds, but gets like five steals or creates turnovers um, w- with uh, defense. Taylor Wolf at Anchor Bay, another player that easily could have gone in this uh, draft if we just seen Anchor Bay more. Mm-hmm. Um, Janie Ferrone, you mentioned Layla Comment. Jocelyn Dietlin is another big in our area. Our area's got a lot of bigs. Yes. She plays uh, really well for Marine City. At times, I think she's been their best player. Um, this year. Sky Gottler, Sarah Lohr, Alexis Joshua, and Ashlyn Zimmer are all players at St. Clair that I like. Mm-hmm. And again, um, some of those are underclassmen they're just, that you named. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like in the years to come. Next year, I'm sure we would we'll be taking a lot of those names. Uh, and uh, there are two other Langaman girls at Imlay City that probably could have been uh, picked, plus Kayla Rosen is another real good Imlay City player. Their coach, Heather Lowers, uh, I told you the numbers over the last two years. Um, she's somebody that I considered uh, for coach along with Coach Gilbert, but I'm going to take Al DeMott as my coach because he's got like 7,427,666,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,
harder than the boys in terms of our schedule. Yeah. Uh, at uh, well, at one time we because uh, there are actually a lot of games involving Marine City, last, Marysville, yeah. uh, Saint Clair, Saint Clair that have been canceled, and we didn't get to see those games. And because of the way the schedule was. There weren't other girls' games to go to that night, so we ended up seeing a boys' game. So we've actually yeah. done more boys' games than girls' games when the initial schedule was even. Yeah, the, the, the first week or last week, I was supposed to see Marine City, Marysville, Marine City, St. Clair, St. Clair, Marysville. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It was going to be a great week. Got none of them. So Very disappointing. Yeah. Because I think uh, – I, I just think there's a lot of uh, other players out there uh, like we even from the teams that that we've we've covered, like Jaden DeLong, I like Maya Jacobs, mm-hmm. um, Zoe Klink is another player. I know you like Kitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, are Anna Oles we didn't mention for Marysville. Um, I think yeah. we mentioned everybody else. I mean, there's there is a lot of quality basketball players. So, but right, anyways, we'll, we'll I like my team better say. than your team. Of course you do. Well, I, I, I had one advantage that I got to see Anchor Bay play. Yes. So I knew right away that, that they had two, three girls that can play mm-hmm. uh, and that are every bit as good as any other girl in the area. Um, and I researched, last night I researched Dimley City a little more. I, you I, did I some had, scouting? I had seen them play last year, and I knew that I wanted one of the Langaman girls, but I had to research it to remember which one it was because there are three. <laughs> but Mary was the one that I wanted. She was uh, all BWAC last year uh, as a, a junior, so she probably has only gotten better. It would be a heck of a game. Yeah. So, uh, and, and with that said, you got anything else? Hopefully our games are on tonight and we well, show I got up in their play. Frazier St. Clair now at this yes, point, right? and I'm at That's Cross Lex Armada. Where are we tomorrow? You have another hockey game. I have another hockey game. I have the ice a lot. I, lo- I was supposed to have a doubleheader, but I lost the PH game against um, St. Clair Shores Unified, but I do have Trenton Northern. And I'm at Eisenhower Port here in High. And that game got moved up. It's at 5.30. Your game's at 6. Yeah, so two so, early games tomorrow. Yes, a couple early games don't uh, miss them, and then, well, Friday, we'll tell you about Friday, but we all have another St. Clair game and a first a Marysville boys game for the first time in a couple weeks. And we'll, we'll have uh, picks, and the, the picks are already jumbled too, but I will tell you that through the first two days of the week, we have the same record, but we have a losing record. Ooh, <laughs> do we really? <laughs> yep. Oh, no. <laughs> We're both one and two through the first three games of the week. <laughs> All right. (laughs) And on that note. Okay. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.